Sorry if my boob pops out. <laughs> boob. I'm trying yeah, to let's adjust. Start it. Can we start it with that? Cindy, sorry if my boob pops out. <laughs> I, keep, I keep trying to like tuck it in because I'm like, this was not an appropriate. This is my first time wearing this shirt. It's okay. And it's I'm noticing. Well, <laughs> it's not a video podcast. No, I know. Oh, uh, my boob keeps popping out. It's video just for us. It's just boobs for us. Sorry. Yeah, so we'll we'll check we'll check out your boobs, Cindy. It's the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. And um yeah, we are recording on Zoom again. We all see each other. Uh and you're just listening to this. And maybe other. some of you hope that Cindy's and maybe maybe some of you hope that Cindy's boob pops out, but uh I'll pass. Thanks, Cindy. I mean uh, you know you want some of this. We can describe it for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we great. are all together. We are all together via Zoom. We got Jeffster, Tech Tom, and Cindy. It feels good to be together. And I thought that this podcast, we should kind of go with the theme of feeling good because I feel like there's a lot of good things happening between all of us. Um, and I, I will say I paid a visit to the guys yesterday, uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, but, uh, yeah, our stay-at-home order in Seattle has been extended now through May 31st. There are certain things that are slowly opening up. Um, so like things starting on the fifth, people can go golfing. I don't golf, so I'm not too excited about that. I wish they said that they were opening the gym, but that is not on the list. He's <laughs> excited to go uh, fishing. Yeah, I'm excited to go fishing, not, <laughs> um, because I also don't fish. So there are some things and there's a, a plan, a, a slow rollout plan as to when businesses can start opening. I don't have all the details on that. And obviously it, it's different depending on where you live. Um, but as far as uh, Seattle goes, I know that this coming week you can go fishing or golfing um, with one other person. You have to have a mask. And then I think that unless you live in a house together, so four four people can go golfing together if they all live together. So if they're basically um, sharing each other's germs. Um, but I am not going golfing. I am not going um, fishing. Instead, I'll be talking on the radio. So, uh, so for us. Yeah. oh hey, really? Congrats. It's really. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> Let's raise our glasses. Yes. So um, it feels very weird for this to be happening when I know a lot of people are losing their jobs, and I know a lot of people have lost their job in radio. So um, my what I do want to say is don't lose hope. You know, keep your head up. But I, I've kept with it, and I mean, I started this podcast thanks to Jeffster. Uh, and Tech Tom, and and we convinced Cindy to be part of it. Uh, we had to twist her arm. One of the drunken brunch conversations, by the way, when we yeah. talked about it. Uh, and this podcast was for me a way to still, like, you know, have an outlet and a creative way to reach the listener and listen in our audience and everything. Um, but it's kept my skills sharp. So I, I picked up a part-time job um, at Hubbard Radio here in Seattle, which they have Move-In, they have The Bowl, and Warm. So those are, are some of the stations that I will be on currently. I'm on uh, Move-In 92.5 um, from like 10 to 2. So if you are from Seattle, um, I am doing the middays from 10 a.m. to 2 o'clock for the time being. Um, but I'm super excited because I honestly walked into the building and I was like, I had my lunch bag, my computer, and a notebook. And I was like, I feel like this is the first day of class. 
<laughs> but it felt so good. It, it honestly felt so good. Like my adrenaline was going, I'm sweating, you know, and it just took a couple breaks. And then like, there is this girl, shout out to Sophia, who was a sweetheart, who was like training me and showing me the equipment and everything. And I honestly turned to Sophia and I, got, you know, I, I had a break and, and I turned to her, I go, there she is. There's Deanna Cruz. Like I hear her voice. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here. So, you know, it, it feels good. It, it, you know, I'm so happy and, and thankful and grateful for the opportunity. And it's been, uh, it's been quite the ride, but you know, it doesn't mean I'm stopping here. I'm going to obviously mm-hmm. keep working hard and hopefully something full time opens up eventually. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I have to say I snuck on the website and listened and it was nice hearing your voice on there. You know, it was weird. I was, um, uh, I had uh, recorded one of the, the week. Yes. Yes. We are not always live. Um, uh, I know people are like, what do you mean you recorded? But I was in the car Saturday and I was listening to the station and I'm like, Oh my God, that's me. That's me. And it was like almost that same reaction I had when I first started in radio. So there's no doubt in my mind that like, I'm passionate about this, that I love this, that this is what I've been wanting to do. So to be back in it, it's like, you know, it's like, I got to pinch myself. Like, is that really me? <laughs> like, you know, it's, you know, and I'm getting like teary eye right now and so emotional because I've wanted this for so long, but um, mm. I've gotten a, a couple of text messages from people that I know and they're like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And, you know, cause they know how much I really, really wanted it. Um, so mm-hmm. here I am. And like I said, just keep working hard and, and, you know, see where it goes from here. But thank you guys. Cause you guys have been my support. I really feel like I couldn't have done this without you guys. Um, so, well, first off, Jeffster convincing me to start a podcast and Jeffster figuring out how all this goes together and tech Tom kind of like always being the, the techie behind it because, um, I mean, I can be technical, but I just don't, I don't love it as much as tech Tom. Yeah. Nobody. So, yeah, I know. And then I feel like Cindy has been my emotional support when I have to break down. I think all of you guys have seen me break down and cry several times uh, and it does happen. <laughs> Some people are always like, wait, you cry. And I was like, uh, yeah, I do. Not very, very often, but, um, I do get emotional. So anyhow, that's some of the good things that are happening. I swung by the guy's place, um, Jeffster and tech Tom yesterday because so one of my lights was out in my car and I knew it wasn't going to be easy to change it. So I went by O'Reilly's and Ballard and then I text Jeff just because I'm like, man, let's see if he's home. And I text him. I was like, Hey, you home? And he's like, yeah. And I go, can you switch out a light for me? And so I drive to his place and the light is like on the, the kind of on the front bumper. So you kind of have to go by the wheel behind it to change it. And so I don't have the tools for it, of course. And Jeff, of course, has the tools for it. So he switched out my light. But then I realized I had another light out and that was my brake light. And then I happened to have a light in my car and Jeff switched that. And so it was good to see you guys. I wanted to hug you guys, but we kind of maintained our distance, right? And, um, yeah, I told Jeff all about it. And tech Tom came out who had, who was making some ribs. And can I say, we have a chef in the building, (laughs) chef Tom. Did he give you some ribs? You don't understand. So Tom was like, yeah, I'm making some ribs. I'm waiting for my Um, dinner, Tom. Yeah. Oh, you don't, he's, he, okay. So he's like, oh, we're making some dinner. And Jeff's like, oh, you should just stay and eat with us. And I was like, I feel bad. And Jeff, (laughs) and Tom goes, you want it to go? 
Um, oh yeah so he put some ribs in there a little bit of mac and cheese because like i don't really eat that many carbs yeah. but i'm telling you if there was more i would have eaten it all and then some kale chips which were perfect like yeah. whatever you did this time around chef tom yeah. then do it again yeah we've been living on these kale i chips. want yeah yeah i'm trying to what figure did you out do? how many kale chips it takes to actually satisfy your appetite so far it's it's a lot i haven't quite gotten there yet <laughs> I think you have to eat the whole bag. I think you have to eat all the kale in Washington State. <laughs> well, because well, it, it's like, it's just, it's not that crunchy. It almost disintegrates in your mouth without having to chew on it, right? It's yeah. like just, it's like if glass. you let it lay on your tongue, am I right? If you lay, let it lay on your tongue, it kind of like evaporates. Am I, <laughs> yeah. am I safe to say that? Yep. Yeah. Well, you should, the batch, the, the, the batch before this was a different variety of kale and it was even better because it was the more crinkly kale. So it was extra crispy and just shattered instantly. The curly one? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know my kale varieties, but it was the curly one. But, um, Tom, do you buy the bag of kale already cut up? Uh, no. So I've been getting it on imperfect produce. So every Tuesday I get a box of uh, vegetables Woo-hoo. and fruits. And uh, I just get two bushels of kale. They just come on the stems, on everything, and I have to peel uh, it and stuff. And usually it's the, the curly kale is what usually comes in. And then this time it was the uh, Tuscan kale or Italian or um, what do they call it? Like dinosaur kale. It's really crazy looking leaves. But um, yeah, a little different, a little, little flatter. Yeah, it came out good. That's uh, when you mentioned like... Um, good. It- good. Um, I was going to say, uh, Trader Joe's, I usually buy their kale that's in a bag mm-hmm. and that's, um, already kind of like crunched up and it's cut into pieces. I wonder if you make, if you make the kale chips with that, if it's going to come out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why not. If they're, if they're just leaves, I mean, that's, that's easy. That's what you want. And I made some that are like massive leaves that you can't even fit in your mouth. They're so big. I try to leave them as in like full size pieces or whatever. So yeah, if they're already cut mm-hmm. down to bite size, I mean, that's just makes them easier to eat real, real easy. They shatter, right. like, they shatter like glass. I have to eat them over the sink because pieces explode everywhere. It's fun and, uh, and difficult and delicious. Can I send you money to make me food? <laughs> yeah. Remember? You have so many money. You just tell me what you want and I'll put it together. Yeah. No, but we should, but you should, we should do that. Like, <laughs> Remember when I send you some money. You make me a couple of meals a, a week and some snacks, some kale snacks. Yep, Remember when you were going to meal prep for me? I was going to pay you, and you were going to meal prep for me, Cindy? Yeah, well, I used to meal prep. Yeah, back when you had time for anything at all. Yeah, and now I have some time. I mean, I'm working a lot, but I probably have time to cook. But I'm just done with this apartment, I think. <laughs> like, I think I just I need a bigger place with a bigger kitchen. Um, and then I will cook for everybody, yeah. But um, I would love to um, employ a chef. I <laughs> oh, mean, we got Chef Tom. Chef Tom has been cooking. He told me throughout this whole lockdown, yep. stay out yeah. from order. That's- well, those ribs, by the way, perfect. Like just the flavoring. It, like, oh my god, it, it was by far the best meal I've had from Tom. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it's- um, I'm, I'm kind of drooling over here thinking about it. Quite an endorsement. I've had yeah. a lot of good. Tom's been cooking his ass off throughout this thing. Uh, I got to say, I probably would have starved to death uh, if he hadn't been here. And he's he's done himself several times. Yeah, they even- um, the mac and cheese. Did you make that from scratch? Oh no, that that's Velveeta shells and cheese. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just some. I was like, say you love that. Homemade. I love it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I I had it, and I was like, I don't know if this is homemade. I didn't know if I even asked you. I thought I was gonna text you and be like, Are these? Is this homemade? Because it no, didn't really even, taste like it. But not even from this planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe I put that in my body. Yeah, I, I, I d- we deliberately didn't tell you what that was. Yeah, now the um, the, you well, know, this episode being about like good things and stuff. So like good things for like uh, like what I'm doing at cooking. Obviously, like if I can get groceries either delivered or Jeff's kind enough to bring home quite a bit of groceries. And so it's like every other day, I just put together another meal and put it in the fridge, and then we just snack on it for another day or so, and then make the next thing and. Just keep it on rotation. And yeah, I've been getting to try a lot of things, get the crock pot out. Uh, I got the grill going with some charcoal grilling. And so, yeah, just, just kind of every, every other day or so. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. been, what's been your, your best thing you think you've made so far? Oh Tom? man, I, I love them all. I, I, the pasta sauce I do is a I know, but just pick one. Pick one. Oh God. The ribs, the ribs are pretty good. Um, I, I did like the way those turned out. They, they went quick. They were gone. They were gone the night I made them. So that was, that was a plus when they oh, went there. There's no left. Damn it. You know, they were getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> what was the thing? There was something yeah, you made. Get- there was something you made in the last week or two where I was like, this is the greatest thing you've ever done. This is your uh, greatest life achievement. There was pork chops. I know I made the pork chops and stuff, which uh, turned out good. Let's see. What was that? There was, no, it was more recent than that. Yeah. I can't remember it, but I was, I was so blown away. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got casserole dishes going. It's funny because it's like the weather outside is so beautiful. Another good thing, the weather in Seattle has been insane. And and so like getting to go outside is cool, but I'm also making dishes that normally you make in the winter, big casseroles, big crock pot dishes. And it's only because the time, I mean, you need time to do all that kind of stuff, four, five, six hours. And so what better thing to do when you're sitting around? Yeah, and it helps if you're making like a big... um, a big meal because then it'll probably maybe hopefully last you maybe you know two days yep. but with jeff living there it probably just lasts that one day <laughs> yep and the process yeah. i think about putting the love and time into it like normally um you know before all this happened it's funny i've had friends tell me that it seems like like this is the big pause like the big time in our life for some of us at least not saying everybody because cindy's been working her ass off and jeff's been working his ass off so. <laughs> but it's like the re- a lot of us have been sitting around and it's kind of like we had to put our lives and slow down a little bit and realize that like you know we were going so hard before we couldn't do a lot of those big dishes and stuff those things that take time and mm-hmm. energy and now it's like oh actually you know we can we got time we got every day essentially you know i haven't i haven't set an alarm clock in five weeks you know i've, I've worn pants three times i'm wearing pajama <laughs> pants right now and so yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, it's- dude, we'll talk. We'll talk off air, but I want you to continue to put your love and soul into this, and I will pay you weekly for some meals. Mm. I can do that. Yeah, I think I already owe him. Let's do it. A bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll make it legit. But you have to remember, you got to keep the weed out for me. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> oh, I thought you oh, said the weed. The wheat. I thought you said weed. I didn't oh, everybody he doesn't say weed. weed. Wheat. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, weed? He doesn't cook with weed, does he? People oh my God, I didn't know that. Think I say <laughs> I weed. Like, I'm like, oh, but I'm allergic to, or is there weed in that? And people are, look at me like I'm crazy every time. And I'm like, yeah. wheat. Yeah. Wheat. Wheat. Yeah. Because of your, your gluten um, intolerance it's not or not allergy. It's not gluten intolerance. It's a it's wheat allergy. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, like, any, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't kill uh, me, Tom. No, no way. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tom has been so he's been cooking. Um, Jeffster, 
I, like I, I can always rely on Chipster for any car problems. Um, but Tech Tom today, I needed like new photos for the website, you know, for the the radio station. And so I honestly, I was driving home from you know, radio station, and I just text I text him, and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, Nothing. Why? I go, Uh, you want to take some pictures? I just need a headshot. Honestly, just a plain background, like, and my hair is done and makeup. So would you be down? And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's meet here. And within 20 minutes, we shot like 50 photos. He sends them to me and I'm like, holy shit. I love all of them. <laughs> like, oh, awesome. I don't know which one to pick. So it's like, I think it's pretty incredible. I have to say what the four of us can accomplish because I feel like we're able, like with the resources that we have, it's like, who, who, I, I feel like there's no one else I know who could be like, just call somebody. Hey, can you take some pictures for me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I love you, Tom. I really do. Talented. Because he's very talented, talented all the time. Like, I just can't even believe it. I sent a couple pictures to my sister and I go, that was tech Tom. She's like, get out of here. And I was like, this is so great. He's great. Like, is there anything you can't do tech Tom? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun learning <laughs> all this stuff and, and figuring it all out. Thankfully, I've got a lot of friends around me that are savvy and all these things. And, and living with Jeff, we get to bounce each other ideas. I mean, it, you think it's techie, like just the stuff I do. Like you should see the house sometimes when we got gear strewn about and we're all talking about compression rates and like the way that data transfers and how crazy the streaming world is. And yeah, it's fun. It's, it's the, the technology is an incredible thing. I mean, if you saw the YouTube videos that we sit for hours watching on the couch, uh, you'd be bored out of your oh, mind. Oh, before? Yeah. I mean, uh, like, yeah. like to learn it? I mean, just weird, weird tech stuff that you wouldn't even understand a word of it probably, but. We're, we're nerds. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Um, going back to the good things and things that I'm also, uh, grateful for, uh, sleep. I think like, you know, Tom was saying it too, not having to set an alarm. I've, I set an alarm. Um, also because I do want to get like a workout in and start my day and not have to let and not sleep until like noon or whatever. So I like kind of getting myself going and, and staying motivated like that. So the sleep, and I also like the time, the extra time I've been spending with my cats and pets in general, like if you have a pet, you know, so it's like my alarm clock has become one of my cats, one or the other will be like, Hey, it's too, what are you still doing sleeping? And they'll come over and wake me up. But uh, I do appreciate the time with them. I've been going outside kind of just like letting them go outside for a little bit and sitting there with them and making sure they don't run off. And when they do, I, I like make them go back inside. But yeah, so that's, that's been cool too. Yeah, I, I like the. I uh, laughed at that. Sorry. You're good. I was yeah, just go gonna on. say I laughed at that because I've been that was like on my list of things I'm happy for too is the extra time with the cats. Isn't that <laughs> funny? Like, yeah. Go ahead, Tom. No, that's good. Yeah, the the idea of more time at home and relaxed environments and especially the alarm clock stuff. I mean, has been great and just kind of waking up whenever you feel. And it's funny because I thought, oh, a couple of times, yeah, I might sleep in a little bit and get close to noon. But for the most part, I wake up at the same time as I was doing before, like just same how I go to work every day and get up and relax. But the alarm's not going off in your ear. And, you know, for me, I start my day with a coffee and Bailey's and a, a bowl of cereal, like frosted mini wheats. And <laughs> I go through Animal Crossing and water my flowers and catch a couple fish. And then I'm ready to start my day. Wow. <laughs> is that a phone app? No, it's a Nintendo game, goofy ass Nintendo game. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Man. Um, yeah. What it's, were you going to say, Jeffster? Oh, anything just, uh, anything on your end? I know it end? may be kind of hard, but uh I've um so I've 
I've fantasized. I think Cindy can probably relate to this. I just I live my life <laughs> always feeling like I'm about ten years behind on everything. Like I just yeah. have this. I have this to do list that just keeps getting longer instead of shorter. You know, just like. And I've fantasized about like, man, if the world, if I could just pause my life, <laughs> if I could just pause my life for like a few months and uh, catch up on this stuff and then pick up where I left off. But I was like, oh, but that would never work. Even if I took like three months off of work, the rest of the world's going to go on around me. They're going to be distracting me. People are still going to want me to do stuff. And now the whole world has gone on pause. It's like, who could have ever imagined this would happen? Now is my chance. Yeah. Now is my chance to catch up on all those projects and things and get them off my plate that's stressing me out. But and it's yeah, everyone, but now you're busier than right, ever, right? Exactly because I haven't because uh, I haven't had income and I hadn't had a, unemployment. <laughs> I've had to I've had to like scramble at all these minimum wage jobs to pay the bills while everyone else is getting to chill out with their cats. And I'm like, damn it, this is my fantasy, and I'm missing out on it. Uh, but maybe that will change if I. I Looks like maybe unemployment will get sorted out, and then maybe I'll get to um, relax a little bit and uh, take care of some business. We'll see. Speaking of unemployment, too. Oh, it absolutely is. I was going to say, speaking of the unemployment, have you been trying to call the office? Have you been trying to talk to someone over there? No, calling. Okay, because I was going to say, Uh, all the questions most people have are answered on our website. If you if you take the time to research, you'll find the answer to your questions. And, uh, and they finally, I gotta say, I'm really proud of the Washington unemployment office. Things were a mess for about a month, but, or maybe two months, but like now they're, things are working well. People are getting their money. The website isn't crashing anymore. It's, I mean, they had an impossible task and they've, they've pulled it off. So good. Kudos to them. If anyone's listening out there. Yeah. Good job, guys. (laughs) Good job, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a friend that used to work in the unemployment office in Rhode Island, but I think he moved departments, you know, since. So, um, yeah, but it's tough. It's tough. I could imagine. Um, and I know this whole, like, uh, opening up the state again, eventually, I mean, uh, is going to be, that's going to be slow as well. Slow moving. So I don't know. I don't think that we're, we're going to be in the clear till probably July, August. I was, you know, yeah. Um, but C- Cindy though uh, sent us a little um, a little image um, with uh, yeah. Tell us about that that picture you sent us. What did I send? You're, you're, <laughs> you're a star on the internet. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that one. Um, I was by like, the way, yeah. should be should be the image for this podcast. By the way, we're gonna can we use it for this podcast? Absolutely, we can use. Yeah, this. either that or her boobs okay. popping out on Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where the hole is. It's right there. <laughs> for all you, um, all you listening out there, well, it looks well, great. <laughs> it was great. Um, there's a um, uh, one of the days I was working in the ER. They said, hey, we're going to have a photographer coming around. Um, you don't have to take pictures if you don't want to. Uh, they just want to get pictures of people at work and blah, blah, blah. And um, and so, yeah, this guy came and took some pictures of us in our masks. Um, he took a bunch of pictures, including, like, ac- action <laughs> pictures. Um, not in patients' rooms, but, like, you know, just, like, pre- like we tie each other up and get each other ready to Whoa, go what? in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I no. was just right there with you. 
tie each other up and we get okay. ready. So yeah. for the gown, <laughs> for the, um, you know, protecting ourselves for patients that possibly have COVID, we have to put a gown, a on, mask, face shield, and gloves. And so we tie each other's gowns and just help them get like donned and doffed at the end or whatever. Um, and so like there was pictures of that. And, uh, but anyways, uh, that was a few weeks back, maybe even a month. And then at work the other day, somebody was like, Hey, look, you're on the screensaver. <laughs> I was like, what? And so, uh, at Swedish on the screensaver, it's just the picture of, I don't know. What is it? Three, like 12 people, yep. um, in masks and it's for, um, nurses week. And it says like the year of the nurses and of like thousands, I don't know how many employees Swedish has, but thousands and thousands of employees. I landed on that page. Yep. Um, and it was pretty funny because, uh, in the, e- I just checked my emails after and from a few weeks back, it's like, Hey, I know the guy got verbal consent, but if you guys could fill out these forms and send them in, um, that'll help for us to figure out what we can post and what we can't. And I never responded huh. when they used me anyways, but. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to sue um, them now, Cindy. Yeah. You oh, need to no sue way. them. I want, so two, weeks, I want <laughs> two weeks, extra two weeks PTO for you stealing my, my likeness without my permission. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or just like, you know, N95s. Yeah. How about, yeah, I, yeah. I want my own personal N95 every day because you, you, or I'm going to sue you for using my photo without permission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is exciting though. Cause like, I think I looked that up and it was a uh, nurse's week and it was a specific time frame, May to sometime to sometime. And I, I don't know if it was just Swedish. Cause I feel like it was like a nationwide movement. They were like trying to push out to like, you know, giving thanks to the nurses and, you know, and yeah, you're kind of poster child for that, for that movement or whatever, which is pretty wild. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just a poster child for like the Swedish version of it. Yeah. Um, for our hospitals, but yeah. we have a few hospitals, you know. Is that um, is that photo? I don't know. I tried to search for that photo on the public interwebs and couldn't find uh-huh. it. Is it out there anywhere? Or is it only on your screensavers at work? So I took a picture of the screensaver. I don't know uh, when yeah. or like if it'll maybe be part of like a, um. What do you call it? Like a week, a newsletter or something? Wow. I don't know, but it was on the screensaver at work at Swedish. Cool. But it, yeah, it said May 6th to May 12th, but isn't May 6th like the middle of the week? Wednesday, yeah. Yep. So maybe it's Wednesday to Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday to a for, Wednesday. Uh, nurses week. And then it said yeah. under it like the year of the nurse. But mm-hmm. I think I was like the only one smiling in that picture you can't tell because we're all wearing masks but some people looked really angry <laughs> or, or tired they look tired yeah. did they catch you fresh like just when you walked no, into I the had, like, uh, ER? no ma- i had no makeup on it was like it was one of those days where it's like oh well if i have to wear a mask from the moment i walk in until the moment i walk out i guess i don't need to wear any makeup because you know, seventy percent of my face is covered the whole yeah. day. Who's who's gonna take a picture of me for an internet campaign? Probably nobody. You know, right? Mask. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's exactly. funny though. I guess Cindy can probably relate to this because uh, you're wearing a mask all day, every day. I'm wearing a mask all day, every day that I'm working at the grocery store. Uh, it's it it's sucks. this whole new world of um, of nonverbal communication with people when you can't really <laughs> see your faces. Uh, you just see a little bit of cheekbones and eyeballs, and uh, 
like people you never quite i think at the beginning people didn't know quite uh how to read each other and now I, at least yeah, yeah. now i think we've learned to either be more verbal and explicit with our reactions like we can't just smile at our, and we can't just react with a smile we have to actually say something right or we have to use like super exaggerated facial expressions that can somehow <laughs> penetrate the mask uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one thinking it's, about this, but uh, no, no, it's true. I always I'm like, oh, but I'm smiling under here or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, they um, yeah, there's a new term now, like instead of rich, uh, resting bitch face, it's uh, resting bitch eyes. Oh, God, mm. <laughs> that's, good. that's not very feminist. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have resting. I have resting kind eyes, I think. Well, that's how you make it on the uh, on the uh, on the homepage of the Swedish. So, Cindy, do you recognize any of the other nurses on that on the flyer that on that pamphlet thing? You do. Yeah, two other ones are actually from my ER. Um, okay, it's kind of funny because um, me and the other girl um, who's in the ER, like she's a um, a traveler, and I am per diem, so neither of us are full time. So, like, a lot of the people who are full-time there were, like, really, like, kind of upset. <laughs> oh, but they did take their photo, right? Like, yeah. um, but they they weren't chosen? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But I was like, listen, I'm per diem, but I've been working full fucking time during this pandemic. So, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know. And, uh, um, but they weren't that. I mean, they were just like, oh. My thing didn't get on there. That sucks. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like this um, traveler who's only going to be there for like another month and then she'll move on to wherever she goes. And mm-hmm. normally I only have to work like two to four shifts a month to keep my job there, which is what I did throughout school. But when school finished and the pandemic started, I, w- I started working pretty much full time mm-hmm. there. Uh, so uh, aside from that which is totally cool and i can't wait to make it our image for this episode um what are some other things that good things that are are happening with you well um so good uh good things things i'm grateful for are you know i am trying to get give myself one day a week off um and it's nice to be able to like not set an alarm like tom said uh, hang out with my cats. Like you said, I never get to, especially when school is going on. I felt like I was always just running out and in and I feel bad. I don't get to spend time with them. So it's been fun to like kind of slowly wake up. I'll set an alarm on my like light in my bedroom, but I won't put like a ringing alarm in my ear. I'll just mm-hmm. like have, make sure the light turns on at like 10 in the morning so that like, I don't, you know, waste the entire day. Um, and so it's been fun. I also put their, like, um, their kitty tower on the balcony when I'm here so they can get outside kind of like you were saying with your cats and mm-hmm. I can tell they're really happy that I'm around more. Cause even mm-hmm. though I've been working like crazy before, it's like, I would try to work, but then I also had school and then I go to the library and it was just like, I still have more time at home than I did before. Um, so that's nice. I think catching up with people is nice. Um, and then I think we'll find out uh, tomorrow because I just got another 
email for a follow-up conversation, but a week or so ago, um, the direct, the medical director of my oral maxillofacial surgery job, um, like the chairman of the, of the board, um, basically told me he wants to do whatever he can to keep me. And then they were going to try to build a nurse practitioner position for me there. Cause they don't actually have one. Um, and right before that, I was thinking I might cut out and move, go back to Florida, which is crazy. Cause I've always said I would never go back, but, um, Whoa. there were some potential job opportunities there near my sister. And I think COVID like makes you like, feel a little more sentimental and wanting to be near family and stuff. And of course I've like, you guys are my closest friends here and I've made some good, you know, some good friends outside of you guys. And then I've got the family, but like, you know, the people I've known since middle school or elementary school and stuff are all still there. And, um, so it actually started to appeal to me a little bit, which was, I felt like this is crazy. I said, I would never go back and I never wanted to. But then, like, literally two days of, like, thinking in my head, oh, I'm probably going to go back. And then I had that meeting with him. And then um, I just saw a message today of him asking me to come in this week so he could follow up on that conversation. So that could be good or bad. I don't know. But the way we left it last time was he was pushing it forward to HR. And he told me, you know, if this was private practice, um we would just have it done by tomorrow, but because it's not, and it's through a big organization, um, it's got to touch a lot of people's hands. So we'll see. It could be dead in the water or it could be moving to the next phase. Um, I, I have a feeling it's going to be moving to the next phase, but it may not move as quickly as you want it to. And you know what? Like I've actually really just been enjoying working as a nurse. I love being a nurse. I always have loved being a nurse and, I have for the last three years with school, I haven't been able to work. So just like, so that leads me back full circle back to Jeff again, where like he was talking about, you know, if the world would stop and I've had those same feelings and it's like, well, yeah, the world stopped. And I felt like I caught my breath when it had to do with like school, school's done. My brain component component can rest a little bit, but my like, ADD, like I gotta get out of the house. I gotta help. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Like I'm working four jobs right now, all med, all, all medical, and um, three, well, two kind of direct, you know, ER. I'm doing the surgery one. We're starting to do surgeries again because we can uh, test people for COVID ahead of time uh, within 24 hours because the turnaround's quicker than it used to be. I'm doing the IV infusion stuff. And then I'm also like doing like a, I can't really say too much about it because it's um, secret ish, <laughs> but um, it's kind of cutting edge um, research and development and testing a lot of people for COVID. Um, That's great. And trying to get people back to work, but it's uh, we'll find out stats and stuff later, but um, that's actually took a lot of my time up the last two weeks and I'll be like, I'm completely suited up for like eight to 10 hours and just doing like continual testing, 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 nasal swabs mm -hmm. and blood draw, nasal swabs and blood draw. That's you awesome. can make a song out of that. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> 
So on the <laughs> nasal swabs and blood drops. Nasal swabs and blood drops. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Tom can help you yeah. with that. Tom will have the remix ready by Tom, tomorrow. the beat maker. Remix. <laughs> yeah. So on the subject of testing, I mean that the testing is the key to everything. Uh, what is your feeling? You know, as a nurse doing the testing. How are you feeling about uh, our testing capacity here in Washington and whether we're pro- whether we have the information we need to even know if it's safe to start reopening things or not? What's your feeling on all this? I think we should be we I think we there's enough tests out there now. There's enough people doing tests because, um, you know, even outside companies like the IV one, IV infusion job is doing testing. Granted, they're only doing antibody testing, which shows kind of if you've had it or not uh, versus actively have it. And they don't really know what to do with that yet. So, like, I don't think science has, has caught up with that because they're still not sure if having it means you can't get it again. Um, but... Yeah, I'm testing the nasal swabs checks for active infection and the blood draw I'm doing checks for have you had it? So it checks for antibodies. Antibodies. Yeah. yeah. And like they haven't tested us. And I that's something I'm pushing for is right. like, hey, if I'm doing these tests. I I want to test, you know? Yeah. If, if, um, in my opinion, so. in, in, if we don't even have the tests to spare to test our frontline medical workers, then I feel like we're not, we definitely don't have enough tests to, you know, we don't have the number of tests we need to safely start reopening things. I think they're there. I think people are being stingy. And I think like, cause as far as in the emergency rooms too, um, and I think I might, might've said this before, but we have the capability. I don't know what the cap is, but we're not anywhere near the cap of what we're like testing every day. And so, but they're like the ER, unfortunately, ER medicine in general goes by the idea that if it's not going to change your treatment, you don't need to do it like saving resources. Right. Right. And so if we do the testing and that's not going to change our treatment for you, then we're not going to do it. And I think it's kind of bullshit in this uh, scenario when we are trying to, um, from like an epidemiology perspective and public health perspective, right. kind of have numbers, accurate numbers. Uh, we should be testing more. I do understand that it's not going to change our treatment because the people we're not testing are people that are like sick, but like they can take care of themselves at home. Mm-hmm. We're like, right. you have, you, you know, the odds are you have COVID. We're like teaching them everything about COVID and like to, to quarantine at home and to stay away from people and all the, all those things, but they're not testing them. And so that's also why I'm like, our numbers are so skewed and why the death rate is so high because the people who are getting tested are people who are sick enough to be admitted. Right. Yeah. We obviously the death rate, if we had, you know, if we could test every American, we'd find out who knows, we could find out two thirds of us have already had it. Maybe a lot of us were asymptomatic, mm-hmm. and then therefore yeah. the death rate would be much lower than we thought because the infection rate is higher than we thought. Uh, right. But we just don't know. Like I don't know if maybe I've maybe I've had it and I was asymptomatic, and maybe I'm fine to be, you know, out in the world, or maybe or maybe mm-hmm. I'm not, and we'll never know. Uh, and yet we're about to start reopening things, even though we don't know. We're just going to learn by trial and error. We're going to open something up, and then we're going to wait three weeks and see if the cases go up or down. And we're going to react. Yeah. 
I think that they were safe uh, for what they're doing right now. I also think like uh, what they could have done or what would have been smart to do would be like, you know, even like the salons and things like that. If you do one person just as a soft thing, also to help people keep their businesses open, but mm-hmm. like one person working one pay, you know, client and then like 30 minute pause in between appointments, everybody wears masks, you know, um, right. as a trial run for, versus just rolling right back into it too. But it's, you know, a lot of these businesses aren't going to survive this. And well, I, 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 I know that lives are more important than, than, um, money, but that's a good way to start trialing it and allow them to have some income. Yeah, I think in some cases it's more expensive to open up and be at, you know, 20, 10% or 25% capacity than uh, to just stay closed. I don't know. It'll they be still have to pay their rent. Yeah, uh, but, you know, if, you, if, you've got, if you've got to pay more utilities and you've got to pay do more payroll and you don't have enough customers coming through, um, I don't know, it could be a mm-hmm. different equation for some businesses. I mean, like a music yeah. venue, for example. Yeah, so you like, can't have a lot of employees in there either. Like a music venue. Which is sad, but... Obviously, venues will be the last thing to open up. That could be next year. Yeah, But like, they, unfortunately. They, we can't, we can't, they can't open up at 25% capacity. That's just not even practical. They'd be better off staying closed. Yeah. I'm thinking more of mm-hmm. like... Um, like, I have a friend who um, just bought out um, a nail salon, right? Right. And... She like is a nail technician herself, right? And she's been doing everything she can to keep paying her employees so that when they open, they're still there. And she like feels really like she's one of them, right? She just bought this. So she, she's a hundred percent one of them. And so she's every little like sales and all the things she's doing to try to keep the thing afloat is going to her employees. And like, I don't know how she's going to make rent. And it's yeah. like, if she could open, one, you know, and it's just even her doing the stuff. There's some income coming in. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but, and I feel like yeah. you could do that with a lot of businesses uh, as a soft open. I don't know. I mean, ideally, we will see. Ideally, we could test her, you know, and, uh, gosh. So, know. what I'm doing that's like a little bit hush hush, I think is going to help in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. with data. And figuring out what what's what and what we can do and what we're going to do with the information that we get because I've been testing like like our, our teams have been testing like two hundred people a day. Cool. Yeah. That so, are non what kind symptomatic. Of what, well, what, what are the what are the candidates? Uh, what what is it? I, I can't say that oh, part. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry. Cindy will tell us I afterwards. Yeah. Maybe. But it's uh, it's not something you can enroll in. It's not something you can apply for. It's like a certain line of work at the moment. But it's um, you only the qualification, like the only thing that rules you out for the people who this applies to is if they have any kind of symptoms, they don't get tested. So it's mm-hmm. purely asymptomatic people, people who do not have symptoms. Cool. Yeah. All right, can't wait to hear. All about right, it'll be interesting because we're getting positive tests. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. They're, I mean, like they've done. There've been all these tests of prison populations where they've been having these outbreaks, and you know they'll have an outbreak, and then they'll test the whole prison and find out uh, 
that like in some cases like 90% of the prisoners have it even though they aren't symptomatic uh, have no symptoms mm-hmm. it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah okay well we we um this is all good information Cindy I'm like I feel like I'm watching the <laughs> or listening to a news podcast um mm-hmm. but yeah uh on a positive note or maybe not so positive but to change the subject a little bit and have a little fun here Ooh, um condom sales good. are down they're down. Condom sales are down. Yeah, I bet. Um, so Wait, why? Is I read that an positive? article that said con- that's not Listen. positive. Well, I'm saying we're changing the subject. Okay, so condom sales are down um, because lockdown actually limits sex. Okay, this is coming from Durex Condoms, which is a condom maker. Uh, they said sales have dropped as people are unable to have as much sex because of the strict physical social distancing rules so if you're single for example and you i mean you can't really date and you can't go out and like you know hook up with anybody so therefore sales are down yeah <laughs> in the condom world so i thought that was kind of funny and that i should share that they just need to come out with a full well. body condom <laughs> right yeah you I know mean, there Durex, was this, uh, this is your opportunity there was this couple in new york and i saw this story probably like a month ago that met via like it was um they were on their roof and so they were like kind of communicating like that and then like um i think he had a drone and he dropped off his phone number so then they started communicating until finally they had an actual date and he showed up in a bubble in one of those plastic bubbles what and so they were able to go for a walk in new york i gotta find this story and post it because it was it was so cute and i wonder if they're still dating but the, obviously like they facetime each other they obviously haven't kissed but like he showed up in an actual bubble and they went for a walk in new york what? so anything is possible anything is possible my friends yeah. that's all i can say i'll yeah. tell you i'm not dating <sighs> well maybe if you get a bubble you can <laughs> Yep. Yeah, Je- Jeff and I saw that uh, rollerblade sales are way up. What? Yeah. <laughs> More people at the Dude Ranch are buying rollerblades than ever. Tom bought rollerblades. Wow. <laughs> are you going to go rollerblading? Yeah, he's I, already gone. I, I have gone rollerblading, yes. And I've, I fell twice on my first time. But I've, yeah. So I'm going to do some video because I'm, I am, I'm falling quite a bit, but I'm, I'm relearning how to do it. I felt like I used to know how to, but I, it's all a new experience now. I'm going to shoot some skate videos. That makes videos me on. happy you're getting outside. Yeah. <laughs> Late I, at night. I was actually surprised. I was surprised that he came outside yesterday when I dropped by their place when uh, Chuck was changing my light. I'm like, oh, Tom came outside? Okay. <laughs> and so today I was actually surprised he said yes to taking pictures too because I was like, that requires him to be kind of close. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. but yeah. So he's kind, he's slowly, slowly making it outdoors. Yep. Yeah, yep. you then- can only live that other life so long yeah and then i guess uh my company in music retail is starting to open things up uh starting next week so we're gonna do curbside delivery services and stuff so people can log on to the internet and like find what they want pull into our parking lot we'll come out with your stuff and so we're gonna be putting a couple people to work for that for a little while until things loosen up but i'll probably be at some point when does that that. start tom Uh, uh, may 5th I think it's like, you know, what's that? Okay. Wednesday, Thursday coming up. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Sigo de Mayo. That's right. Yeah. All right, cool. 
Yeah, because I was thinking like, what, what's um, this? By the time this, <laughs> by the time this podcast uh, uh, plays, it'll be Airs, you know, after yeah. that or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, so, uh, Monday is. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad that we all have something good uh, going on, and that we all came together to record this podcast. Cindy's got her cat sitting on her lap. Uh, like right up in my face. Yeah. Um, so let's continue to just get, you know, send out the good vibes and like stay positive. I know that this sucks that we have to stay, you know, that's order again until the 31st, but I'm really hoping that he doesn't extend it beyond that. So, um, everyone else, if you're listening from Rhode Island, I know that you guys are going through this too and just stay patient and hopefully it, it'll, one day I'll see my parents. That's all I can say. One day uh, I'll finally get and be able to fly out there and see them. So, yeah. I'm hoping soon. Yeah, very soon. So anything else you want to add, Tom, Jeffster? Oh, it's been good. Jeff looks like he fell asleep. I'm here. <laughs> I'm awake. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Bye. Bye. Guys, say bye. <laughs> bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. And you can find my social media links right above. Follow me, just at Deanna Cruz. 